Hey, Russell fans, you're listening to the Wednesday Night War podcast, episode 71. It's a girl. What's up, Warheads? Wednesday Night War podcast, episode 71. I'm DJ. I'm here with Brett via the internet. No, Brett, how are I was you? About to say, I was about to say, no, you're not, you lying ass liar. Well, I, I, we're... We're here. We're connected through the internet once again. My hand reaching out, touching your hand. Just through the internet, we're not connected through life, oh, through God. friendship. Oh God. Okay. Thanks. Yeah. Great. And uh-huh. son of a bitch. All right. Uh-huh. What? What? I don't what? know. I don't know. I I don't know. So it's weird because uh, when we record, I don't wear headphones. Uh huh. And I'm wearing headphones, so yes. I'm probably a lot louder than yeah. I seem. Uh huh. So sorry for yelling in your ears. Uh, well, that's okay. I, I mean, I'm really not that sorry. You, I, I don't care. You that. won't either. If there's any yelling, I'll do my best to fix it. But you should be okay. Um, but yeah, it is. It's much weirder. Uh, either I don't know how to set up Skype, or so cause like when I listen to headphones uh, when we're recording through the sound through like the mixer in person, uh, I can hear myself in the headphones, and you know that's how I keep track of that. But this way, I just hear myself talking, but it's muffled because I have headphones on so that I can hear you. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's, you know, I don't think either one of us are yelling. I think we can control the volume of our voice. I don't know, man. I'm, I'm pretty tone deaf sometimes. Okay. All right. Like, I have a projecting voice. I've been told that since I was in, like, fourth grade. Yeah. It's it is it's a it don't is make a, fun of me. I, it's a big voice. I have a complex. I'm, no, it's a big, I do have a big voice. It's a big voice. It's true. You're not wrong. Big voice from a big man. Wow, this got weird. <laughs> I mean, it can get weirder if it, you want. It, it certainly could, and it certainly has, especially because we started a trend apparently for what MSK stands for. Uh, <laughs> oh Jesus! So, uh, yeah, I mean. Yeah. I'm cool with that. Yeah. Whatever, dude. You get down. How you get down? That's I'm true. Fine with, I'm fine with that. Uh, I think somewhere somebody said MSK was revealed to be like the must see kids or something, or the must see crew. I that's, don't know. Dumb. That's silly. Yeah. That's silly. <laughs> yes, real silly. I think ours is much better. Uh, <laughs> but how are you, pal? What's going on? How's uh, before we get into wrestling talk? Uh, if you're if you're new to the show, uh, we uh, we're going to talk wrestling, AEW versus NXT in a little bit. Uh, but how are you, pal? Let's let's get this out of the way. How you feeling? How you doing? You okay? <laughs> let's let's get this out of the way. Like you're like, ah, I don't really give a fuck. No, I totally feel. don't. I just want to get through it. Not even a little. Um, I, I mean, I'm good, man. If you didn't live like in a frozen tundra, I'd be at your house. It's but, true. I, currently you know, recording live, this from Lambeau Stadium. Uh, I'm, I'm okay. okay. Lambo Stadium, yeah, not not Lambo Field or Lambeau, like, whatever. Fine. Up here at Lambo Field, well, okay, whatever. Who cares? Who likes the Packers anyway? <laughs> Nobody. Chuck does, and I like yeah, Chuck. Well, he can wheel Bart Starr out next year. I th- I think Bart Starr's dead. <laughs> okay, well, my, my respects. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I'm all right, man. Yeah, I'm, I don't good. know. I'm. I'm okay. good, yeah. Right. I'm just uh, chilling. It's okay. weird recording. It's in my dining, like my dining room. Normally, yeah. I'm in my bedroom, but I was like, ah, we'll switch it up a little bit tonight. Yeah. 
yeah, you know, we got a uh, surprisingly another another day of snow. I think it snowed at least in my neck of the woods uh, every day of the past two weeks. Um, we had an ice storm. We got a snowstorm. Nothing as bad as what uh, the people in Texas and whatnot are getting, uh, but uh, you know, enough to to make uh, us weary of uh, driving just a little. So, uh, dude, so that's a fun fun little thing because I talked to uh, I talked to a man today. It was a ninety one year old man from Texas. Okay, I talked to him every. Every couple of weeks, mm-hmm. uh, it's my that's part of my my job. Uh-huh. And uh, he's like, "Oh, how you doing?" I was like, "You know, good. How are you? How are you holding up down there?" Mm-hmm. And he goes, "Good." He goes, <laughs> "He goes, I'd rather be in fucking Cancun, but you know, I'm stuck." Here. <laughs> <laughs> and I just started oh, cackling. Good, <laughs> good. I'm like, "Oh man," I was like, "I feel bad," but damn, that was funny. That is funny. Uh, but yeah, I have, uh, I got some friends in Texas and, uh, you know, it's scary and it's terrible. So, uh, if you're out there listening to this, uh, from Texas, uh, I guess that would mean your power's back on. So that's good. Uh, but I hope you're all doing well because it's, yeah, I hope it, you guys are well. I mean, it's crazy fuck out the there. Cowboys, but you guys are cool. Yes. Especially that. Uh, <laughs> but all right, pal, what, what are we going to, let's talk about wrestling. Let's, let's stop talking about weather. Uh, what, uh, are we going to talk news? I, we, we worked this out before the show and now I don't remember, uh, well, really at all. Could you pay attention? I, I paid attention in the moment, but I, I lack the ability to retain information. Oh, all right. Well, you could, you could use that as your excuse. That's okay. Yes. Uh, I don't think there's much news. There's some stuff we'll intertwine it when talking okay. about the shows, but other than that, uh, I don't know. We just recorded Sunday. Right. In between Sunday and now, there hasn't really been anything, so we'll, uh, I don't know, I don't think there's much, but we'll talk about some shit that did happen like during the show sure. that ties in. Okay, well, uh, not news related, but and not wrestling related, but not what we talk about related. Uh, today is uh, would have been uh, Larry Sweeney's birthday, so I just want to shoot out a, a 12 large... In his memory, hell yeah, uh, sweet and sour forever, sweet baby. Sweet and sour is a uh, is a legend. Uh, still to this day, one of the most entertaining wrestlers I've ever seen uh, anywhere. And uh, today would have been his birthday, so happy birthday, twelve large all the way. We're uh, you know you'll you're seeing that pop up all over the place. He was a, a well loved gentleman. One of my favorite clips ever is him and uh, One Man Gang doing the dance-off to Jive Soul Brother. Absolutely. one of the coolest things I've yeah. ever seen. Uh, very, very, uh, the story is pretty widely known, but uh, he once arm-wrestled a, a, a child from the crowd uh, before a Chikara show to stall for time because they were waiting for, I think, the doctor to show up or something. Uh, and he got up and was cutting a promo and then challenged like a a seven-year-old kid to an arm wrestling match and it was hilarious and one of the greatest things i've ever seen live uh so larry sweeney was a good one dude and like that clip of him like doing the rick flair strut in front of rick flair Uh oh my god it's so good right he was the man uh greatly missed and he he once played hulk hogan's shitty son on an episode of raw so (laughs) oh my god i forgot about that he certainly did Uh, oh god damn it good good for larry (laughs) absolutely all right pal 
let's get into wrestling. We got a little bit more than usual to talk about this week. And no, I'm not talking about AEW Dark because uh, my promise of two weeks ago to get back to that has thankfully been uh, expunged because I can watch the AEW Women's Tag, no, Women's Title Number One Contendership Tournament. There's been a lot of tournaments lately. I'm a big fan of tournaments, so I'm not mad about it. Not at uh, all. But yes, this is the AEW Women's Championship Number One Contenders Tournament. Right. So Monday night it aired. I think it was on set like seven o'clock Eastern on YouTube. Yeah. Uh, it, they had four matches from the J- uh, Japanese bracket. The first match saw you and listen. If I if I butcher anything, I apologize. Um, but the first match saw Yuka Sakazaki defeating May Suruga. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sounded good so far. This match was pal. a banger. Yay! Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know. I thought this match was a banger. Um, I know uh, one, one of my f- uh, favorite shows, Virtual Pros, they're tweeting out, like, easily the best match in AEW women's history already. <laughs> uh, it was good. Uh, we've seen Yuka before. Um, she was an AEW signee. Uh, so she uh, we've, we've seen her, and I, I had a feeling that they were sort of the, the the women in the Japanese side of this tournament who have been signed or at least appeared in AEW in the past were probably going to be favored a little bit in this tournament. Uh, and I don't think I was proven wrong at any point. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, I thought it was real good. Yuka yeah. Sakazaki's fun. She's she just fun, fun to watch. Yeah, so it's like this... Uh, uh, it's interesting because it's... You know, my... Uh, my uh, I'll say limited exposure to... to uh, Joshi to uh, women's wrestling, Japanese women's wrestling. Uh, there seems to be like at least now like two camps. There's like the the cutesy like anime girl style, and then there's like the fuck you up style like Aja Kong does. Uh, sure. And it's it's interesting to see. Uh, I favor one over the other, um, but I don't dislike either of them. And Yuka is very much that sort of cute like anime girl style, um, you know, lots of, uh, loud yelling and posing and, uh, fanciful moves. Um, but I mean, they're good at it. It's, it's very entertaining. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so she is moving on and, uh, she will be taking on the winner of the next match, which was, uh, Emmy Sakura mm-hmm. going up against Venny. Yes. So Emmy Sakura gets the win. Um, I enjoyed the shit out of this as well. I know I, I I'm kind of like you. Like I feel I'm a little bit more exposed to Joshi than you are, sure. but not by much. Mm-hmm. Um, like I I I know most of the people that on the Japanese side that were like in the first round, um, but Emi Sakura got the win over yeah. Venny. Uh, another really good match. I thought. I, I thought this was um, the best match. Emi Sakura of the rules. night. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. This was definitely the best match on that side of the first round bracket. Mm-hmm. Uh, Emmy's great. We've seen her a lot, right. and she's just awesome. Um, I haven't seen her in this gear. I'm normally used to her like, I don't know, white overalls gear. Right. But so still, I like she looked awesome when she came out. I was expecting like Freddie Mercury, Emmy Sakura, uh, because she and AEW in the past has come out dressed as Freddie Mercury with the mustache and singing into the microphone. Uh, and we didn't get that. So I was like, oh, wow. She, her hair's very long. She's got, like, different gear. Um, but, yeah, she's very talented. She's she's real good. Uh, and I like this match a lot. 
Yeah, I'll tell you what. I, I liked Venny a lot, too. I thought yeah. they were awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm really hoping to, to see more out of them in the future. That's for sure. I think so, too. I think um, I think uh, so far the, the first two matches, the four people there, uh, really could could be a, a good addition to AEW if, if that happens, if that's what they're looking to do is expand that roster a little bit. Um, but who knows? Yeah, uh, the next match is I'm going to call the deflation period for me. Yeah, the most disappointing Uh, moment of the week in AEW. (laughs) It was uh, uh, Ryo Mizunami defeating Maki Ito. Yeah. Poor Maki Ito. Yep. Uh, When she was announced at this tournament, I felt like the whole internet exploded with joy for Maki Ito. And uh, Maki Ito did not win. No. Um, I was reading a little bit more about, like, her character. And, she, like, I guess part of the character is, like, she does lose a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, but and, and another part of this, too, is they're wondering, okay, when was this taped? Was this taped before they announced the bracket? Like, mm-hmm. you know, so did, did AEW know, like, the internet was going to explode over Maki Ito? Who knows? Right. Um, but... Uh, another again real solid match i thought maki Ito's like the coolest her theme song is so good right and that's i think that's a thing you know it would make sense and i didn't think of that but like that they were recorded before because she had easily the most buzz coming into this thing um i think the the world got exposed to her in a way that it wasn't before um and uh so it's very disappointing to see her lose but it was a very good match um and i think you know that's uh Maki Ito's awesome. And Yes, it was it was a shame. I tweeted that this whole tournament is now a sham. Yes. Um I know uh, Ed from Pod Van Dam was tweeting about how upset he was mm-hmm. and I couldn't agree more. Um, and then the final match of the first round, mm-hmm. you had the legend, the ultimate fucking ass beater, Aja Kong. Yes. Defeating Rin Katakura. Um Listen, Aja Kong's been doing this shit a long time. I think like over 30 years. Yeah. So if she doesn't move around as fast, it's understandable. Right. Um, but that that pile driver that she hit, sick. Yeah. Uh, listen, I will watch Aja Kong wrestle uh, until she can no longer walk, which unfortunately uh, might not be that far in the future. <laughs> um, but sad. <laughs> she's a legend. She is... Uh, tougher than most other human beings alive. Uh, and uh, yeah. I'll, I'll always watch her wrestle. It doesn't matter. It's always great. Uh, it's, it's simple. It's, you know, it's not like she was out there doing, you know, triple backflips when, when she was a young woman. Uh, sure. She's basically just done the same thing where she stands in the middle of the ring and punches the shit out of you. Uh, <laughs> that's a perfect explanation right so it's not that big of you know it i feel for her when i see her move uh much like i feel for um matt well, not for matt hardy because fuck matt hardy but like uh i much like looking at keji mudo if you will brand new uh noah champion keji mudo um with a, with a tear in my eye right because i can just tell i can hear the knees creak for over over the airwaves um, but no, just man, he's he's good. He's got fake knees now. Right, he's, he's fine. But just like Keji Mudo, uh, and Aja Kong, I will. They're they're in the same boat. I'll watch them forever. Doesn't matter. 
Oh man, I love Aja Kong. I I tweeted out her theme song from like All Japan Women's in the nineties. Yeah. Dude, go listen to it. Mm-hmm. It's like super corny, but at the time I'm like, yo, if I was in the nineties and like I heard this, I'd be like, yo, this is sick. Right. <laughs> She's great. So uh their next round of matches, I believe I don't know if it's gonna be Monday or not. Um I, I don't know. Did I don't know if they announced uh, it or not. So I'm I not think sure. there's one more first round japanese women's match is there uh, maybe i think so maybe there's not or maybe is it four on a side or, i guess so because five would make would give them a buy somewhere right yeah um yeah but i did see i could probably look it up now but naya or uh there's a a regular aw women's match on monday for whatever reason like really? yeah because the Japanese bracket's already done. Yeah. So we'll talk more because there's uh, there's actually two U.S. Uh, women's matches left, I think, on the okay. uh, U.S. side. So it looks like, uh, let's see, AEW tweeted the semifinals kickoff Monday, February 22nd. We're getting Yuka versus Emmy uh, in that one, and I don't really know what else. Uh, t- we're getting Ty Conti versus Nyla Rose also on Monday. The 22nd huh. on YouTube. That's weird. Yeah. So I imagine we'll get probably two more matches. Hey, uh, whatever. I like, so. I like, I thought this was a fun watch. It was like an yeah. hour long. Yeah. Um, yo, Excalibur did the whole show by himself. Mm-hmm. Did a good job, I thought. And they released um, it with Japanese commentary also. They did. Yeah. She does on the Japanese commentary. Mm, okay. So um, if you like your Japanese wrestling with Japanese commentary, they do have that option yeah. for you, which honestly I think is kind of nice. Yeah, you know they've for sure. Like I, I think that I think that's a good move on them. So, so. it's interesting that that Ty Conti and Nyla Rose is going to be on YouTube because those are both dynamite worthy, you know, matches, but I, or you know, wrestlers. But I, I guess they probably don't want to li- they, they don't want to lift the quota of one women's match per dynamite. So I was gonna say. So I was gonna say. Listen, listen here, my my dear friend DJ. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you know this or not, but there cannot be one more than one women's match on Dynamite a week. Okay? Yeah. Yeah. So that's you know. So they flew through the first round of the, of the Japanese side. Now they got to fly through the first round of the American women's side. I guess. Um, I man, I wish it wasn't like that. I, I, I know. I, I don't know. I I love tournaments. I think every match should be made to feel like a big deal yeah you know mm-hmm. um but i hey it's not my tournament it's not my company it's not like i can book matches that you know should have been booked a long time ago which we'll talk about later oh right but well, we can't uh, we can't anyway, speculate and judge accordingly no no, no we, we, so, we certainly cannot yeah um but let's get into dynamite this is uh some wednesday night wrestling yes we are kicking off the show with the Hangman, Adam Page, yes, teaming up with Matt Hardy, going up against TH2. Um, you know, when I would start my show off hot, I want Matt Hardy on the screen. Uh, they show the whole Hangman switching out the contracts last week with yeah. Hardy. Um, so this match goes about seven minutes. Uh, Hardy and Hangman get the win. Uh-huh. Um hangman's great i honestly like i think he's awesome yeah um there was this part of this match where he powerbombed jack evans on an helico uh-huh 
and, and killed Jack, Jack Evans. Evans. Jack Evans' head just fucking smashed off of Angelico's kneecap. Yes. Uh, and you could tell after that, uh, Mr. Jack Evans wasn't moving too good. Right. Was that was that Hangman that uh, did that, or was it Matt Hardy that did that? I don't know, but okay. I don't Jack, I would always like, yeah. I, I saw it and I went, oh, that's not good. Yeah. Um, um, it was one of those, like, like you could tell when he was moving. I'm like, oh, boy, he's out on his feet. Like, guys, you got to be able to recognize this. Right. Um, um, I mean, he was still moving. He went to do, like, the, the middle rope Phoenix splash and came up, like, way short. Like, it was just, uh, I, I, I don't know. I get worried. <laughs> Yeah, he uh, it definitely affected the rest of the match, um, and uh, yeah, Matt Hardy is not somebody I, I ever want to see on my TV, let alone the first match. Uh, sort of the last couple of weeks we've talked about this, how the you know the NXT at least has been setting the, their first matches to be you know pretty really exciting uh, to get you like amped and ready for the rest of the show. Uh, this is not the way you do that. Do that, uh, AEW. Mm mm. Yeah, I was, uh, like I said, the match was okay, and then I saw that happen. I'm like, oh, fuck, man. Like, that that was not good. Yeah. Um, after the match, Matt gets on the mic and says, Paige, you're going to make so much money, and I'm getting 30%. And Paige says, you know, I, had, I have good friends who always keep an extra set of papers rolled up in your jacket. Shout out, Brody. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, he knows Matt didn't read the contract, but since it's already fully executed, uh, a copy comes out and out comes Jacks Jackson Duville, du, I think that's the name okay. of the Jaguars mascot. Right, Jackson Duville comes out with the contract, gives it to Matt Hardy. Matt says, "Oh, what do you mean? This is a, a match at Revolution. Oh, and if you win, I get you get one hundred percent of all my earnings for the first quarter of twenty twenty one." I was like, "Boy, that's really specific. Why didn't you just make the whole year?" Right. Like, why just the first quarter? It was just kind of weird. Yeah. Um, and then Matt sells it terribly, calls his page a carny and he can't believe it. And then real quick, he goes, Oh, maybe I was trying to pull a fast one over on you. Um, but if I have to do this, then so do you, which makes no sense. Yeah. Like why? Like if I'm Adam page, I go, no, it's already part of the contract. It it voids out the entire dumb story they tried to do last week. Like then it's pointless then. Uh, like the whole point of this was that, you know, the stakes were there for one guy. Uh, and so we would all either root for Matt Hardy or against Matt Hardy, conceivably against Matt Hardy. And we're still doing that. Um, but this, the stakes on Hangman's side don't matter. Uh, it just means the whole contract swap thing is nonsense. It just didn't, there's no effect to it whatsoever. It's weird. Yeah, it's it's just weird. Like, um, it it would have made more sense if they if like uh, they swapped the contracts and Hangman was like, uh, "You didn't read the contract. The contract said we have we have a match." And then Matt Hardy freaks out because he doesn't want to have the match. And then Matt Hardy is like, "You know what? You cost me a lot of money by switching that contract. I want to wrestle f- a money match for the you know." the quarter one of your earnings would have been equal what I would get, whatever, something like that. And then hangman would be like, all right, well, if I'm putting mine up, you're putting yours up. There you go. But yeah, I just feel bad for hangman getting stuck with this. Oh, what a, what a, what a fall. Like if, if you had, if you put, did the same sort of 
story and sort of arc with Hangman in WWE, people would be uh, saying that he was done, that he's he'll never be over, because yeah, uh, like to to rise up, have the tag team titles, have a singles match with the biggest name in the company, arguably, who then off of you goes to win the world title, and then you're in the openers again with a money match against Matt Hardy is it's a fall. Like if you, if he was in the WWE, this money match would be happening on like the returned Sunday night heat. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. Um, yeah. but Mac goes to shake his hand, page shakes his hand. And then, uh, the mascot starts beating up Adam Ugh. page. It's Isaiah Cassidy. Great. Private party. And heel then, uh, yeah. And then, uh, Matt offers TH two thirty seven hundred dollars to beat up page. Uh-huh. And they do. Uh, and then who comes running out but the Dark Order to save Matt? Out comes uh, Reynolds and Silver, and then all of a sudden Negative One runs on stage, and he calls the rest of the troops, mm-hmm. and uh, they beat up the whole crew. Hangman goes to hit the buckshot on Matt Hardy, but Matt ducks it, and uh, they run off. Um, and then Matt or Hangman and uh, Dark Order kind of look at each other like, Hey, maybe these aren't my friends. Um, I got super pumped when I saw Negative One run out. Yeah, in his new mask. Like I thought that was, yeah, new mask. He's like, he looks like a badass. So mm-hmm. I was like, dude, this is pretty cool. Um, I loved him like calling the troops out though. I thought that was so cool. Yeah. Um, moving on. Yeah. So wait, does that make Dark Order a face now? Right, that's the full official face turn for the Dark Order. I guess. Is that? Uh, what I mean, they they. I mean, they have been. Yeah, this makes ever it sort of official. Brody, I mean, ever since Brody passed, like, yeah. you, you can't boo those guys. Right. Like, And even before that, they were starting to get over his faces because they were being goofy for mm-hmm. a while, and you, you just can't. So, right. um, Next match, though, we have first-round matchup uh, in the U.S. Bracket, U.S. side of the bracket for the AEW Women's Number One Contender Tournament. Mm-hmm. The returning Riho, first-ever AEW Women's Champ. Going yep. up against the NWA women's champion, Serena Deeb. So this goes like 14 and a half minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, Riho got the win. Yes. What, she did like the uh, the back and forth pins and she stacked deep and got the win. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, dude, this was great. This is a really good match. Uh, it was so yeah. good. It was a it was see, a complete. See what happens match. when you wait, see what happens when you put them on in the first hour of the show. Right. Still only one though. Still only one women's match. But um, I, I'm just looking for one an hour. But uh, yeah, they uh, this was great. Uh, the psychology was on point. Uh, you know, with Serena Deeb's knee injury playing a role. Um, yeah. I mean, it was this was a really good good women's match. Uh, something that we have not been able to say. About a double. Well, no, I guess that's not true. The Layla Hirsch match was pretty good from a few weeks ago, um, but this, uh, yeah, they gave it time. They let them do their thing, and it was is good. It was almost like they give a damn. This was probably. I mean, this is, I, in my opinion, probably the best AEW women's match so far. Yeah. Um, I thought it was great. Serena Deeb, like yo, she can go. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, like it, it was kind of like. Uh, I know a lot of people in the past complained about Riho's offense and not being believable, but mm-hmm. I thought her and Deeb looked great together. I um, thought this was the best Riho's I, looked. I yeah. loved it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and it, hey, you know, she hasn't been on Dynamite in like 10 months, I think. Right. So it's been a long time. Um, yeah, yeah, I thought this was awesome. Yeah. So 
happy happy to see uh Riho moving on but yeah what a what a match uh next we have a a video package of uh Jade Cargill training by uh playing basketball with Shaq mm-hmm. no care at all no uh, i'm i'm glad that they're playing uh pick two on two pickup game and not wrestling in the ring it's just, they they tease the training video and then they're just playing basketball but yeah i'm like oh cool like she's she's hitting like a mid-range jumper yeah and like listen like i'm not like the best at basketball mm-hmm. but i think i think if i got her in the low post yeah that's barbecue chicken all day okay okay i'm owning the low post against jade okay. and i'm just gonna throw that out there how how would you do I, against I Shaq? Would... um i don't know i'd probably take out his knee okay I think that I'd, th- I'd throw an elbow. And okay. I'd be like, listen, man, we're going back to the days okay. of Patrick Ewing. All Playing right. Street ball. Okay. I get it. Yeah. All see? Right. Yeah. But then he'll have uh, the, the ghost of uh, Anthony Mason come after me, and I'll just have to bring out the big guns when I bring out Charles Oakley. Wow. Isn't Charles Oakley in jail? No, but the owner of the Knicks is a scumbag and had Charles Oakley banned from the games because Charles Oakley's like, yo, this team sucks. <laughs> <laughs> James Dolan is like the worst owner in sports. Oh, he's so bad. Um, but anyway, this uh, this was dumb. <laughs> yeah. Next next match. Uh, so wait, hold on. Before we get to the next match, uh, <laughs> there was an inner circle interview before the Serena Deep match. Oh, that was before the match. Yes. Oh boy, I skipped right over that. You That's did. my fault. You did. Oh, so there was an inner circle interview before the Serena Deep match. Yes. Who the thunk? So, uh, they talk about. Uh, well, MJF is basically screaming into the camera, mm-hmm. running down Sammy. Jericho just kind of looks at him and goes, Max, shut up. Like, like this is your fault. Right. He goes, you pushed him every week. You know, you goaded him, and now he's gone. And he goes, and this is your fault. And he said, but this is mostly Sammy's fault. Yeah. And he says, Sammy, you've made a lot of really stupid decisions this week, mm-hmm. but this is the dumbest decision you've made is leaving the inner circle. Yeah. So, so what Mr. Jericho was uh, was referring to was a report came out over the weekend of uh, Sammy was supposed to work Impact, which I was like, hmm. I was like, has DJ got the book in Impact? Does he know? Right. Um, and, and Sammy, they they according to reports, who knows? Mm-hmm. But they they pitched an idea for Sammy. AEW didn't like the creative, so they came back and pitched another idea for Sammy. AEW agreed to it. And the day or two before, Sammy started texting Impact guys saying, uh, how about we do something else? Because I don't really like this. Uh, and then depending on who you, who you believe, Jericho got involved trying to help. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sammy said no. Sammy canceled his flight and was going to show up the day before the, or the day before the morning of the tapings uh, and was told, nope, you're not needed. Stay home. Yeah. Um, and the storyline was... And, and who knows if this is what Sammy was going to happen with Sammy. Um, there's a group in Impact called Decay, which is Rosemary and Crazy Steve. Mm-hmm. Um, and they just recently introduced a new member, Black Taurus. Black Taurus, I believe, is from uh, – I think Black Taurus is AAA, I believe. Uh, I don't know. It's either AAA or CMLL. I, I don't really know Lucha too well. Um, and they were supposedly saying that that was supposed to be Sammy. Mm-hmm. And why in the world would Sammy do that? Yeah. So and then, then there was also another report that 
there's the TNA character Suicide, uh-huh. which has been around forever. Yeah. And played by various people. Yes. And they were saying that Sammy was going to be revealed as Suicide. Oh, God. <laughs> okay. And, uh... And you and I, like, we talked about this on Sunday, uh-huh. like, off, like, like, just normal hanging out talk. But um, I would like to, I'd like you to make your point on yeah. the air in defense of Sammy. So uh, I saw a report today that said it was an anonymous person said, you know, that the, the ideas they were trying to give Sammy uh, were, were ideas that Sammy should have shot down because they were garbage. But my point to you and I, I, my point to the world is you want, if you're going to send Sammy away, he has to come back to AEW better, right? The point is, he, you know, uh, even him leaving the inner circle has to move him up the card in some way. You can't just kick him out of the inner circle and then drop him down. So him going to Impact, which we, I speculated was a possibility last week, uh, I think is a good idea if you put him in pr- the prime spot there, in main event matches, in high sort of uh, high reward matches against their top guys. You know, uh whether he's good or not, uh, lean towards not, but you know, against the Moose, against Kurt Swan, uh, against uh, Bay or Rich or Rich Swan. Rich Swan. No, what did I say? Or... Did I say Kurt, uh, Kurt Swan? Kurt Swan, uh, very famous artist of Superman. But anyway, uh, Rich <laughs> Swan. Um, you know, Chris Bay, uh, another one like that would be a great high-profile match. Good matchups for Sammy. Uh, and then when he's in these high-profile matches in Impact, he can come back into AEW in a better spot. If he's in Impact and he's wrestling Tommy Dreamer, or you know, in the second match of the night on Impact, or if he's you know whoever else happens to be there, if he's in the mid card or lower in Impact, that's a lower spot than he's in an AEW because they're not parallel. One has a major TV deal. One is you know is on Access, and it's fine. It, you know, Impact can't be killed, but they're you know you <laughs> you'd be dumb to to think they were the same level of wrestling company. They're just there's not. There's a big talent gap. There's a viewership gap. There's a budget gap. All of that kind of thing. So to have him go to Impact and not be in their main event. Because, like, Impact main event is, like, upper mid-card AEW, right? Can I can I tell you what was the main event on Impact this week? Sure. Because I did watch Impact because okay. uh, Finley and Juice Robinson showing yeah. up. Um, the main event this week was Moose versus Tommy Dreamer. Okay. So your main event in Impact is, like, your lower mid-card in <laughs> AEW. <laughs> exactly what I was saying. So... Uh, but you but like the your the Chris Bay the the Kurt the rich Kurt Swans uh, of the world uh, <laughs> if they were to make the jump you know maybe because Swan has or had the title he'd be sort of an upper tier guy but but the move from mid card impact is not equal to mid card AEW it's just no, it's, it's, it's just not it's, it's just not. not and it's not a shot at, at impact it's just they're a smaller company they can they can grow they can you know rebound all that kind of stuff they have some talent um but the the point of this whole thing is sammy needs to go to impact and improve his stance and he's already sort of mid carter flirting with higher in AEW so if he goes to Impact, gets stuck in the mid card, that's that's a demotion. He needs to come over to, a- to Impact, act like he's big shit, get the high profile matches, and then go back to AEW and prove Jericho wrong. Any other thing is a disservice Agreed. to Sammy. Anything Agreed. else is something Sammy should shoot down. 
Uh, and honestly, uh, Tony Khan should be more protective of his guy, whether he's pissed off at him or not. Sammy has the right to be protective of his character, and TK should share that uh, protection because you want him back bigger and better because he could be the biggest baby face in your company. Uh, so they just they need to protect him a little more. Don't put him in yeah, mid card bullshit. And I know like a lot of the uh, the reports that come out of AEW is that a lot of guys have say in their creative. Right. Um, so when you're going somewhere else, I don't know who has how much say in their creative and impact. I imagine it's probably pretty liberal. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I agree with you 100% on it, man. Uh, Sammy going in there immediately, to, to me at least, that puts him main event spot in impact. Right. Absolutely. I, I, I think it should be. Like, he should just get inserted immediately like him versus rich swan um yeah same could still be a bad guy in impact like sure. he can do that that's totally fine yeah um do you put the belt on him immediately probably not because you don't want to just pick oh outsider here take belt like tna used to be right um but i i don't know um i i do agree with you though like if it was if he thought it was bad and other people are saying yeah you probably should have turned this down yeah then you know, if it looks if it looks like a duck and it quacks like a duck, <laughs> exactly. I, I just I think, you know, he he's he's deserving and good enough to be in those those upper tier programs. And the the end game of this is him coming back and getting a revenge on Jericho and MJF, or you know, just MJF. That's unclear <laughs> as of right now. Yeah. Um, yeah. But he, you know, you have to elevate him, or it's it's pointless. So agreed. Agreed. All right, next match. Um, thank you for you know bringing that up. Again. Of course, pal. Next match. That's that's what you're here for. Next match: Orange Cassidy going up against Japanese Deathmatch Legend Luther. Oh boy. <laughs> uh, this goes two minutes. Yeah. Orange Cassidy wins with mm-hmm. after the Orange Punch. Yeah. Um, Something very I'll important happened this, in this match. I'll say this, uh, Luther kind of hit a sick looking power bomb mm-hmm. on Orange Cassidy. Sure. Uh, and then Chucky hit the awful waffle. Uh, he killed on, him. Uh, Serpentico. Yeah. And it looked, it looked amazing. Yeah. Cause that's one of my favorite moves is the awful waffle. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this, this happened and, uh, I don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it just happened. That's it. It, it, it was, I, it was I, there and it happened. Right. There, I don't understand the point of it. There was no. I mean, I'm glad to see Orange Cassidy, of course, uh, and I like Luther's boots that were real high. Um, but uh, <laughs> his Gene Simmons boots, yeah. And it was again, it was very important because we watched a Snake Man get murdered live on TV uh, with the awful waffle. But uh, but there was no Miro stuff. There was no like they mentioned on commentary that Chuck used to be a butler, but they've there's nothing. They just that's it. And you know what, man? Like, listen, sometimes it's just good to have those matches. Sure. Like, it's I, fine. Right. I, you know. Um, up next, the big homie, Taz comes out. Wait, the big homie? With, uh, yeah, he's the, he's the big what, homie. To what me. way? <laughs> uh, he's getting a little wider, I'm not going to lie. Okay. Uh, when, when I saw him last night, I'm like, oh, brother. <laughs> um, Taz comes out with uh, Brian Cage and Hook. Yeah. Um, oh. Because Ricky Starks and Will Hobbs live in Texas. Oh. And uh, mm-hmm. if you haven't paid attention to the world right now, Texas is going through it. Yeah. going to be a little um, hard for them. Yeah. Like, I just read uh, today, Ricky Starks, I think he said he was just able to leave Texas today. Wow. Okay. Uh, so, um, yeah. Awful stuff going on down there. Um, but uh, they call out Sting. 
Taz blamed Sting for the snow issues in Texas, which right. I thought was hilarious. Very funny, yes. Um, and he says, there's no better time than now for Sting to come out here and call out Team Taz. So where are you at, Stinger? There's only three of us here. The lights go out. The snow hits. Out comes the Stinger. Um, Sting drops the bat. It takes off his jacket. Um, he starts swinging on Brian Cage. Mm-hmm. Hook grabs the bat. And I thought Hook was going to murder Sting because he's Hook and he doesn't care. Uh, Sting gets the better of him. Brian Cage, though, gets the better of uh, Sting, kicks him in the gut. And uh, holy hell, does he hit him with a powerbomb. Uh, yeah, he. Uh, that was a sick <laughs> powerbomb. Uh, yeah. I yelled because I knew Sting was bumping. Um, <laughs> and uh, I, I saw uh, a, like a still of it, like mid-powerbomb. Uh, and the still of it looks like Cage was taking very good care of him. Yeah, he... He was. Um, I mean, you have to think like, I mean, who knows if Sting has like taken bumps at all ever since his match with Seth Rollins, right? Uh, but if not, that's his first bump since Seth Rollins. Yeah. Well, and you know, as much as we want to say whatever about Brian Cage, um, you know, the man is certainly strong enough to uh, lift the person of Sting's size and put him back down safely. Yeah. Uh, so it's it was a pretty good decision to pick that dude to be the one to throw the old man around. Um, it was uh it was it was wild seeing Sting take a power yeah, bomb. Yeah, super <laughs> excited about it. Uh, it's weird that they sort of keep doing this. One week we get Sting, one week we get Darby thing, but whatever. Um, well, it makes me wonder if Darby was there this week because of the travel as well. I yeah, don't know where Darby be. lives, mm-hmm. so maybe he wasn't able to get there. Yeah, but who knows? Hmm. Um. My God, though, it was wild. Yeah. Um, we go backstage for a uh, Kingston, Butcher, Blade, and Bunny promo. Mm-hmm. Um, Kingston says he's requested the match that he's in. He's got some demons. Archer's a demon. Ray Phoenix is a waste of space. You never wanted him, only Penta. Um, but then they both turned on him. They're going to pay. And then he talks about Moxley, uh, his old buddy. said Mox is a mm-hmm. demon he needs to get rid of. And uh, he can't get rid of John with drinking. With pills, with women. He's not, he says, nope, I got to beat John, my old friend. Right. Um, Dude, Kingston's the best. This was so, yep. so good. And it's funny, I was, uh, you know, just complaining last week that we weren't getting enough Kingston. And uh, this week he's in the main event uh, and cuts a hell of a promo. So I'm happy. Happy boy. I love the promo. I seriously was like, yo, that was great. I right. actually went back and watched it again. That's how much I liked yeah. it. Yeah. Um, we come back from commercial, mm-hmm. and uh, Kenny Omega's in a preschool. Ooh, hold on. Uh, what did I miss now? You didn't say his full name. Who? Kenny Omega. What's his full name? WWE champion Kenny Omega. Uh, yeah. I mean, he's JR. He makes mistakes. It's it's what happens. Mm-hmm. Um, but Kenny Omega is in a preschool. Um, he's got the Young Bucks yeah. book with him. He's there with Don Callis and Which Nakazawa. Somebody should call uh, Child Protective Services for those kids having to sit through that book. <laughs> well, it was funny. Like uh, the one kid's like, "Are they in love?" And Kenny, Kenny's looking. He goes, uh, "By the looks of this cover, they sure are." Yeah. Um, uh, then Kenny's like, "Okay, I'm going to read to the class." Callis is like, "Are we getting this, guys? You getting footage of this? You know, trying yeah. to make Kenny look good." And then says, "All right, Uncle Kenny's got to go." Um, Kenny starts uh, reading a passage like near the end of the book that talks about uh, when Jericho and Omega wrestled in the Tokyo Dome and how it how it elevated business. Mm-hmm. 
I was like, good for him. Um, and then uh, Don says, that, all right, this is this. We got to go now. Uh, they keep chanting for Kenny to play with them. And they say, no, no, you could have Uncle Nakazawa. Yeah. And then the kids just beat the shit out of Michael Nakazawa. Right. It Like, this was so, I don't know. It was so, like, weird that I liked it. It was very weird. Uh, Don Callis was an extra level of fake tan. Dude, he's he's getting to, like, Hogan 97 level yeah. 10. <laughs> uh, yeah, interesting. And uh, I was going to say with uh, Kenny's past... Uh, Friends, acquaintances, and business partners. I'm shocked that they let him in a school. Um. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I don't know about all that, but um, that's yeah. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> that's that's weird. Um. Anyway. Uh. <laughs> oh God, damn it! I'm looking down the list and I'm like, oh, this happened next. Yep. Um. AW World Tag Team Title Match. The Young Bucks. Going up against Santana and Ortiz, who seem to no longer be no, known as pri- proud and powerful. Yeah, I don't think it ever stuck. Good, because that name sucked. Yeah, it wasn't great. Um, we used to look at ringside, and the young Buck's parents are there. Great. You have their you have their mother, and then you have uh, Joe Sposto's biggest like, I don't know. Joe Sposto loves Papa Buck. It's true. He really does. I mean, listen, listen. I've I've heard Joe. Drive by my house listening to the Being the Elite theme song before. Uh-huh. Don't let him fool you. Wow. Those are harsh <laughs> words right there. We're going to get a and d We're going to get booted from the Soon to Be Named <laughs> Network over that. I think we once had a conversation about that theme song, and he's like, yes. <laughs> he goes, if I hear that, I want to crash my car while I'm sitting in my office. <laughs> um, so this match, uh, this match goes like 13 minutes. Yeah. Uh, Young Bucks win, and uh, listen, man, I like my whole it. thought coming. Uh, my whole thought coming out of it is, man, poor Santana and Ortiz. Yeah, I, I liked it though. You know, for for a Young Bucks match, I, I thought Santana and Ortiz looked good. Uh, they got me on the street sweeper fi- falsy. I thought that was going to be the actual finish, and they were going to do something with these guys. Um, but if it's a finish, like why does it have to be a falsy? Right. I, I just I hate it. Um, I hate it. Do another move. Don't I, like. Oh, it makes me so mad. And I did see somebody online say that like uh, they don't want to have to say this, but uh, TNA booked Santana and Ortiz better than AEW does, and they're completely right. They did. Yeah. They totally did. It's, I think it's a I think downgrade it was for Luis those guys. Perez said it. Yeah, that's who it was. Yeah, yeah, like it's it sucks, man. Yeah. I like those guys a lot. Like, you remember how hyped I was mm-hmm. when they made their debut. Right. Because I remember they made the debut, and you're like, oh, I don't really know these guys. Yeah. I'm like, yo, trust me. Like, I only knew them from their great. Kingston stuff and Impact with Conan. Yeah. Um, like, dude, their matches that they were having an Impact towards the end right. with, the, with the Lucha Brothers, oh, my God, yeah. they were so good. Yeah, and that's, that's the thing. They've, they've been downgraded. They're, they're you know, for the jump from Impact to AEW did, has not worked out for these guys, and I, I just think they, they should have been in a better spot from the beginning. Uh, and, you know, they're, you know, even... They should have had those titles, man. They're well, not even the number one tag team in the inner circle because they treat Jericho yeah. and whatever partner he wants as the bigger tag team. They made bigger fanfare over... Sammy and Jake because it because they were able to get a cameo from Sammy Hagar. I it's you know it, it's really disrespectful to two guys who are real good 
uh, you know, and who had one of one of my, if not my favorite AEW match in the street fight against the best friends. And they're just yeah. they've done nothing since. Uh, and I know there's been some circumstances outside of wrestling and some injury, I think. Sure, but sure. but they, you know, there's no reason why these guys shouldn't continue or still be on a hot streak. And they're just they're not. And it's a shame. But they did look good in this match. Yeah. Yeah, after the match, your circle attacks. Uh, they're beating up the Young Bucks. They go to uh, uh, Omega backstage, standing with the Good Brothers. Omega's freaking out. Like, hey, why is this happening? We got to go out there. And Kaos is kind of like holding him like, nah, do you though? Yeah. And the Good Brothers like, yeah, we should go out there and help him. And uh, Kaos goes, all right, yeah, you guys go out there. And Omega's like, yeah, yeah, guys, go get him. Um, I mean, like there's telegraphing. And then there's just like, all right how long are we going to do this? Like, yeah, as a baby face, it makes the young bucks look really dumb that they keep falling for this. Right. You know what I mean? Like it might be because you the young be... bucks are real dumb. Well, I mean, in a, in a wrestling standpoint though, like yeah. a wrestling storyline standpoint, like, okay, so you're just going to be sting getting tricked by Ric Flair over and over again. <laughs> um, right. that's, that's what it is. Yeah. Um, but the good brothers like saunter down to the ring and, uh, you know, they're like, oh, hey, guys, get out of here. Stop hurting them. Mm-hmm. And uh, Jericho's on the outside, and uh, he gets in the face of Father Buck. And then Father Buck, wearing a very like rem- reminiscent 99 Chris Jericho shirt, yes, shoves, shoves Jericho. Uh, that, oh, God, if this means we're getting that on my television, yeah. oh, I'm going to be so mad. I hope so. Um I did like uh, them having to bleep out MJF calling Papa Buck a piece of shit. Though. Yeah, well, that <laughs> made me giggle. Yeah, um, uh, I don't know. Just I just <laughs> I, I can't have it, man. Yeah. Can't have it. Um, next match. Uh, actually, what happens next? Oh, here's what happens yep. next. Brandy Rhodes. Uh-huh. Brandy Rhodes assumes that. We care about the gender of her baby. Uh-huh. And wants to share. Yes. So Cody and Brandy come out. They get music. And then pink confetti and pink fireworks because they're having a girl. Um, yeah. I mean, light, like life, yeah, cool. Like, good for you guys. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. I don't know. Uh, whatever. I'm just, I'll be nice. I'm not going to say anything bad. Listen, I will. Um, so... Uh, one people's like Brandy still thinks like her and Cody still think that people care so much about them. Like they're like one that we give a shit about anybody's personal life outside of wrestling. Uh, you know, for, in those regards, um, you know, unless you're flashing, uh, white power symbols in your company photos, but, um, more on that later. Uh, but, uh, like who actually cares? Are we that invested in their lives? Does anybody care that much about Brandy? Uh, and then on top of that, like with Cody, of course the, the the thing he's on the show, he's not working. This is all he's doing, but he still gets the biggest entrance and the biggest budget for pyro and all this stuff. Like it, th- both of their egos are astounding to me. So I'm going to, I'm going to counter with this. Um, I think that there is a pocket of fans who legit do care about what happens in these people's lives. Okay. Um, I see it on Twitter, man. Yeah. And uh, it's weird. It's super weird to me. Listen, but uh, th- there are those people that go out there yeah. and get the Cody Rhodes neck tattoo 
and That's collect true. six six of Brady Rhodes action figures. Not to not for you know mm-hmm. I don't know like like revalue them, but no because they love Brandy. Right. Um, so there are like that pocket of fans. Yeah, and because those two are in the positions that they're in in that company, of course they're going to expose it. Yeah. I mean, it's just. It is what it is. So, I, I like I said, I'll be nice. Great job. Happy people are having a kid. If it's their decision, good on them. Right. Um, but yeah, <laughs> that, and that's how I feel. I, I'm not going to disparage you for having a child. Congratulations to Cody and Brandy. That is great. You know, I hope everything goes completely smoothly. You have a happy and healthy little girl. Uh, you know, I, as much as I dislike Cody, uh, I, I'm happy. Uh, that uh, there's that the there's another roads coming in that, that you know Dusty's bloodline is continuing, a little bit of Dusty gonna be in this in this little girl. So that's all. That's the most important thing. But man, I could just get them off my TV forever. <laughs> I wouldn't care. Listen, I'm not I'm not arguing that. Yeah, I, I agree. Right. Um, next match we have FTR going up against the the amazing Seidel brothers. Okay. Um, Cody Rhodes is on commentary for this for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. Um, this goes like nine minutes, which is just too long. FTR gets the win. Um, not Matt Seidel, but his brother, uh, when he slipped off the top rope, I was like, Oh, Michael Nakazawa continuing that feud against the Seidel brothers. I right. like it. Um, yeah. was, that, yeah, was that the, the just, big splash at the end that he missed? Was that what happened? I think it was. I think it was going to the outside, oh, and he okay. slipped. All right. Yeah, because he also and, messed up. Uh, there was a there was a bad splash towards the end that he that he shot too short on. Uh, yeah. Uh, whatever. Yeah. Um, the match. I just it did nothing for me. I the less said the better. I think. Yeah. I would just move um, right <laughs> on. Uh, FTR are dead in the water. Yeah, because after the match, they grabbed the uh, medical kit. And they get some scissors and they're going to cut some hair. Mm-hmm. But then the lights go out. And uh, we see Luchasaurus's mask without the horns. And the lights go back on. And Jurassic Express is in the, way, in the ring. Yeah. And uh, they beat up FTR and chase him off. Um, and I thought this was going to be uh, Luchasaurus without his mask. I was like, oh, shit. He finally got sick of wearing it. He's coming out without the mask. Like, And this is how they're doing it. Uh, you thought it was gonna be like another chill-inducing moment. I did. I was like, I'm, I'm, I'm pre- preparing myself for the chills here because <laughs> we're gonna see what a dinosaur looks like underneath his mask. Um, <laughs> and uh, when it didn't happen, I was like, okay, <laughs> whatever. Uh, yeah, dude. Like them getting the whole lights out treatment. I was like, really? Yeah. Right. Really? Yeah. <laughs> like we're just we're just doing this for anyone, huh? Yeah. Okay. Sure thing. They should get a guy. Um, they should get a guy to come out who's like relatively the same size as Luchasaurus, and it'll be harder to, to disguise because of the lack of tattoos. But get a guy of the same build. You can dress him up so you can't tell the tattoos are there or not, and have him wear a dinosaur mask over his dinosaur mask, so he's like a fake Luchasaurus. And then you can just go back and forth with that, and then at the end of the whole program. Uh, fake Luchasaurus takes off his fake Luchasaurus mask to reveal underneath that he's actually Luchasaurus. I think it could work. Oh, I thought it was going to be like uh, Luchasaurus versus fake Luchasaurus, yeah. like a blow off at SummerSlam 94 <laughs> or 95, right. whenever that was, and uh, have uh, what's-his-face search for him the whole time. 
Why can't I remember that guy's name? The Pink Panther. What was his name? The Pink Panther. Uh, yeah. P- Peter Sellers. No. Am I, like, way wrong here? Is my pop culture way off? I don't know. The Pink Panther movies? Uh-huh. The gray-haired guy? What was his name? Uh, hold on. I'm, uh, Inspector, why, Clu- why am I like- Inspector Clouseau from the Pink Panther movie was Peter Sellers, I'm pretty sure. And Steve Martin oh, in the new man. one. Steve Martin, that's who it is. Was it Steve Martin? Well, he's the new one. He's the, no. the Peter. I don't know. No, oh my God. no, no, no. Wait. I think I'm way off. Hold okay. on. This is coming to a halt because uh-huh. I need to I need to look up SummerSlam 1994. I'm, I'm yeah, sorry. Steve, somebody's probably screaming cursing Steve Martin right was not Pink Panther in 1994. Who the hell was it? I'm Peter Sellers, but he died in 1980. It wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't pink panther i'm an idiot don't listen to me okay um i mean this is a podcast so that's gonna be really hard for the people that have just been with us for this past hour or so (laughs) um god damn it what was the guy's name it was like the search for the real undertaker do you remember like the build-up for SummerSlam 94 i don't oh my god i'm so sorry but this ain't this oh i know who you're talking about i do remember uh you've confused me with how far off you were uh it's leslie nielsen from naked gun Dude, so, all right, so here's the way my stupid brain works. Dude, yo, you're, <laughs> oh, I'm so I, I absolutely so, remember remember that uh, with uh, with Detective Frank Durbin, right? So, um, dude, <laughs> yo, <laughs> I'm so dumb. So, the whole time I wanted to say Leslie Nielsen, uh-huh. but, <laughs> but for some reason, in my stupid brain, I was like, wait a minute. No, no. The guy from Taken, his name's Liam Neeson, not Leslie Nielsen. And I, <laughs> yes. I wanted to say Leslie Nielsen, but then I was like, no, wait a minute. Yeah. Was that Liam Neeson? You had me oh, so God. vastly confused when you just threw out Pink Panther. <laughs> of course, I remember Frank Drebin, the uh, Leslie I Nielsen mean, being there. Yes. People aren't going to believe Steve that now Martin. because that took forever. But <laughs> Steve Martin, Leslie Nielsen... They're both it's men guy, right? with white hair. They're both men with yeah. See, it's confusable. Okay. All right, all right. God damn it! I'm so, I'm so sorry, everyone. I mean, you after this be. whole thing, after this whole thing, uh, we get a John Moxley promo. Uh, he talks about the main event. Talks about Eddie, saying Eddie's got a stick up his ass. He has problems with everybody. And says, "Listen, Eddie. He goes, I'm the only guy around here that still cares about you." And I'm going to beat your ass as many times as it takes for you to realize that. And that made me like stop for a minute. And I'm like, dude, can we please get like Eddie and Mox on the same side? Right. Like, oh, like that'd be so cool. Yeah. Um, and then he talks about, um, you know, after tonight, he builds up February 26th versus Kenta for the IWGP US title on New Japan Strong. Um, and says that he's going to try to break Kenta's neck. Mm-hmm. He's digging a hole. He's throwing him in. He says, after that, I'm taking out the rest of the sons of bitches, and I'm getting my AEW world title back. And says to Kenny, I told you, you can't run. You can't hide. Like, I will get you. And then time's almost here to pull the trigger. Yeah. Um, dude, Mox, yo, that guy can talk. <laughs> it's, he's good. He's all, an all-around kind of guy. Like when watching this promo, and again, this was another one where I went back and watched it again. I'm like, dude, this was it's great. Like, it's actually great. I, I he puts over his other guys, but he, like 
still is like, hey, I'm a psychopath and I'll do whatever I have to do. Um, I, I loved it. I thought it was awesome. And that leads us into the main event. We have Lance Archer teaming up with John Moxley and Ray Phoenix going up against Eddie Kingston, the Butcher, and the Blade. So this thing goes about 12 minutes, um, exactly how I thought it was going to be. Just, hey guys, let's just beat the shit out of each other for 12 minutes. <laughs> uh, not a ton of like wrestling wrestling, a lot of brawling on the outside. And mm-hmm. um, Archer, Moxley, and Ray Phoenix got the win. A um, couple cool things during the match. Uh, that end Moxley Kingston like showdown for the last two minutes in the match I thought was amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, Eddie taking the paradigm shift like straight on his neck. I was like, God damn. Um, him like uh, Moxley and him headbutting each other and Moxley kind of getting busted a little bit hard way. Um, I love that. Ray Phoenix, dude, his hot tag is just unreal. Mm-hmm. Um, Butcher and Blade, I thought they were great in this. Yeah. Um, ton of fun, man. I Just ton of fun. So uh, I liked this. And what I'm going to say may seem like I didn't, but I did. Um, but my problem with it, uh, it, and it's me nitpicking because it was a ton of fun and I was excited for this match, is at some point guys like Archer and Butcher need to slow it down. Uh, Kingston does when he's in the ring. When Kingston comes in and it's him and Mox, it's slowed down. He speeds up when it's him, Ray Phoenix, because Ray's offense is, is that sort of speed. But the match would be serviced better, in my opinion, with sort of that contrast of slow brawl to high lucha to slow brawl. Um, and I get the, the, the start of the match is going to be crazy because they all want to get at each other. But at some point, you got to sort of just slow it down. Let the bruisers be bruisers. We don't need Archer doing dives. We don't need, you know what I mean? Like, let, let everything sort of slow it down from the sprint. Let the bruisers be bruisers. Let Ray come in, pick up the speed. Um, you know, uh, Kingston, when he's in that ring, he knows how to do it. He can work all those styles, but he slows it down when he's there with Mox. He's not doing too much. Neither of them are doing too much. They're making everything count. Um, it was a little odd when Mox no sold the back fist because he ate that back fist. <laughs> Dude, he, like Eddie landed that hard, <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, oh, okay." Um, but I get, I get where these guys are coming from with it, so I'm okay with it. Um, but I, and I did like the match. Uh, the one thing I will say, people um, need to be studying Eddie Kingston's in ring work um, and see how he does the little things so well. Uh, his his footwork, his selling. Uh, he's great at selling into place for the next spot when they're doing those series of spot after spot. He'll take a clothesline or take take a move and spin a little to the left so that he's there for Ray when Ray jumps off the ropes or whatever whatever move is coming up next. Kingston can seamlessly make that all work. You know, he'll take a sell from one guy and have a completely believable sell that gets him to the other side of the ring in complete position for the next move. Not a lot of guys can do that. Um, as well as he can, they need to study him. Uh, he is, uh, he's brilliant in that ring. And I don't know that I've ever seen him out of place. Yeah, dude. I thought everybody in this match was, yeah. was great. Uh, I do. I mean, I agree. And I think it's just a 
general thing in wrestling where big guys shouldn't be doing all the right. flips, but that's that's just me and that's my preference. Right, it's but what it if is. If you I like just, it, cool, more power to you. Just slow it down. I would just love to see slow it down a little bit. Not the whole thing, but just you can slow it down a little bit. Work a little slower. Catch your breath. Make things look a little harder. You know, you sacrifice when you're when you're working that fast. You sacrifice sort of the power for the speed, right? Like, you know, Ray Phoenix is so sure. is so impressive because he's doing so many things so fast, but he's not really hitting you with any knockout blows. You gotta slow it down to get the power into it, and then you know, Ray, of course, he's super impressive. He can do everything in that ring, and it's unreal. Um, but that's all. But I did really like it. I was excited for it, and I'm glad to see these guys. I thought this was a fun. A fun six man for sure. Yeah. Um, after the match, the Good Brothers run out and start beating up Moxley. Uh, Omega's music hits. Uh, Omega comes dressed in such an absurd outfit. Mm-hmm. Um, it was like I saw the boots and it made me laugh. Um, and says, "All right, like you know, just calls out Moxley uh, while the Good Brothers are holding him, saying, you know, you look pathetic. Um, I have this contract." And it's the one with the rematch clause. And Omega says, I'm a giver. So, yeah, you could have your rematch. And it's going to be a revolution. But I get to name the stipulation. Um, you know, he says, I I beat you up. You come back. I beat you in a straight-up wrestling match. You come back. He goes, so I have to be the one to put you in the grave. I have to be the one to break your neck. Which I was like, good. Good call back to Moxley's promo right before the match. Right. Um, and says, uh, we're going one-on-one in an exploding Barbed wire death match. Yes. Oh, baby. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see what their definition of exploding barbed wire death match is. You and I have uh, have spent many hours watching FMW, right? And watching exploding barbed wire death matches. Yes. Um. So when you hear this, I know you and I are both very intrigued. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see how they pull it off. If you remember, Omega and, and Moxley had like that like deathiest death match you can get for a mainstream wrestling company. Yes. Like a while ago. The Lights Out one? The, was that the one with the glass table? No, no. I, it was at some pay-per-view. I think it oh, was okay. a Lights Out match, but like... Uh, there was like the barbed wire webbing and oh, right. all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, the big net thinger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So who knows what's gonna happen? Um, right. I like the end though. Moxley headbutts Omega. He busts Omega hard way. Mm-hmm. Omega just kills him with two knees, um, and he just gets the mic. He tells Callus, "Show John the belt. He's not getting it, and it's only gonna get worse." Yeah. Um, very intrigued, man. I'm. I don't want to be like, oh my god, I can't wait. Exploding barbed wire death match. I'm a ghoul. I am a ghoul, right? But I want to see what this is going to be like, right? And we're not. We're. Uh, you know, we're not getting Onita. You know, like this is. It's going to be an American interpretation of it because no matter what, you know, even though it's on pay per view and you know whatever whatever they happen to be beholden to or not beholden to. Uh, like sponsors wise and whatnot um it's still going to be an american interpretation you know i <laughs> you can go and watch fmw and see some of those matches and uh you know any other promotion that has done it but fmw is the best you can see onita terry funk you can see uh, tons of people tons of onita uh and the refs are in full like hazmat gear to protect themselves like 
and the explosions are are pretty massive. The explosions can also be not massive and really be disappointing. I've seen that happen as well. But yes. uh, uh it's, it, you know, spe- speaking of, uh, did you see who followed us on Twitter today? Uh, no, I don't think so. Go look real quick. Okay. Uh oh, got me nervous. <laughs> Go look. It's probably I'm. All, I, fingers crossed. It's it's Japanese Deathmaster Legend Luther. <laughs> Dude, maybe this is like Luther's like, this is why I got hired by AEW. Yeah. Whoa, what? <laughs> I figured you'd uh, how, pop for how that. How does that happen? I don't know. All I right. came up on my phone today and went, hmm, okay. All right. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I'm here for, for it. For, for those listening, for some reason, I... Uh, Onita followed us on Twitter today. Okay, well now we can now direct, I mean, we can he, direct message with with Onita. I can slide it yeah. into Onita's DMs here. You sure can. Hmm. Good old Onita. Listen, so. I mean, you, you don't get much more of a legend than Onita, and I mean that with all of my heart. So, oh, absolutely. All right. Well, let's do so. this then. I mean, I, I did after yeah. after the announcement. I did I did tweet a bunch of Onita death matches and the and. Uh, Asked if Ref Aubrey's gonna have to wear the full on like bomb suit. Yeah. So we're gonna yeah, because you. because we love FMW and we love Onita. Right, that's right. As you should. So, <laughs> so that was the end of uh, Dynamite. You want to pick up a little NXT here? Yeah, I mean, I guess we have to. I, we kind of do, right? That's the, that the is show. the social contract we we signed on for when we started doing this podcast. Yes. Well. Uh, NXT coming off of what we both thought was the Red Hot Vengeance Day. Yes. Um, we both loved it. Real good. If you want to hear our thoughts about it, you can go back and listen to it. That's um, right. We both loved it so much. Um, we start the night, Kyle O'Reilly getting right in the ring with a microphone. He's pissed. Mm-hmm. He's shocked. He's disappointed. Um, he said, Adam Cole ruined this. I need an explanation from you. Um, and it, like, listen, like, when you come out here and talk, I'm probably going to punch you in the face, but I need to know what's going on. Right. Um, Roddy, Roddy comes out, and before Roddy can even start talking, Kyle's like, Roddy, you need to shut up. Like, mm-hmm. get out of here. Like, stop playing Peacemaker. Right. Like, you better not come in this ring, because if you come in this ring, I'm, I'm going to beat you up. Like, <laughs> I was like, all right, I like this Kyle O'Reilly being a little unhinged. Yes. Um, and then Finn Bauer's music comes and uh, hits. And uh, Kyle starts yelling at him, saying, I'm not looking for you either. Like, Adam Cole, get your ass out here. They even had to bleep out uh, uh, Kyle Riley saying, I'm sick of this shit. Get out of here. Right. Um, Bleeping the shits all over the place. Yeah, dropping a little shitsky. Um, So Finn says, uh, you know, listen, like, like, uh, I know you're looking for Adam Cole, but I'm looking for him too, and you better get in line. Uh, and he says to O'Reilly, like you offered me my, uh, you offered me your hand. I took it, even though I know I shouldn't have. And now, like I gotta, now I gotta pay for it. Um, Roddy and Roddy comes to Kyle's defense, saying he didn't have anything to do with it. Uh, and then out come Dunn, Lorkin, and Birch, mm-hmm. and they jump the three, and that sets up our main event for later. Yes, because uh, backstage, William Regal plays a message he got from Santos Escobar. Santos Escobar saying, uh, you know what, Cross? Like, I know you said time's up, but you know what? No, we're not doing this. You're, we're going to do this on my time. And which Regal says, uh, all right, Santos, you have it next week. 
But if you don't show up, you're stripped of your cruiserweight title. Yeah, even though the match is not for the cruiserweight title. Yeah, so he says, though, you will be stripped of the title. And then he makes the main event official tonight, the six men that were involved in the opening segment. Yes. What a weird thing for, so, still for Santos. Like, it's so bizarre. Like, uh, why are the, what's the point? What's it going to do? Like, if Cross wins, he beat up a little guy. And if Santos wins, Cross loses all of his power. Weird. I think, like, I don't know. I just... I just it is weird, man. I, I can't even try to yeah. explain it. I, I, I don't get it. I really don't. Um, first match of the night, though, we have Candice LeRae and Indy Hartwell going up against Ember Moon and Shotzi Blackheart. Mm-hmm. Um, didn't we just get this match last week? Uh, not only did we just get this match, um, <laughs> this match also went in the commercial like a minute in. Yeah. Uh, and then two commercial breaks and then two like angle cuts with the the van thing that they bring into it uh even if this had a shot in hell of being a good match and it did there you know three of these women are talented wrestlers uh indy hartwell is not um she real bad uh but um (laughs) uh we did just see it like two weeks ago or whatever but uh it was literally la- it was last week. Yeah, last week it doesn't. But even so, even if they were going to do tons of new things and it was going to be a really good match, all the commercial breaks and the cuts killed it. Uh, it, it no rhythm. The match didn't matter because it was it was the storyline, the cuts that the cuts to the van, the two commercial breaks uh, that mattered. I mean, at least we got the right winner uh, for the second week in a row. Um, but we also got the return of Redacted. So this no. Yeah, it, it just felt it felt really strange. I mean, the match itself went like over sixteen minutes, right? Um, but yeah, like the match itself, I thought was pretty good. Mm-hmm. But like you said, way too much like focusing on Gargano yeah. and focusing on the the whole redacted finding that idiot. Right. Um, yeah, it was, and even like when Indy lost the match, like, mm-hmm. Kata still celebrated. She's like, "Oh, that's fine. we we." So yeah, I don't. It was it was just an odd choice, I thought. Yeah, for sure. Um, we get a Pat McAfee promo from earlier today on his private jet. Uh, he keeps dissing the internet wrestling community, which just bleh, throw up, bleh, right? Enough. Um, I was right about that scum hole, and uh, I don't know, just fine to have him on the air but yeah stop with the lingo it's weird yeah um, um very much so the... like you know <laughs> I, I i told you guys i was right haha and that was it it's dumb all right and then we go to the uh medical room Kushida's getting worked on uh, over his neck after the match with gargano bronson reed comes up checks on him uh and says that he's not done with johnny either which if that means i get gargano reed i'm all here for it yeah sign me up well, so I was um, I was worried that Kushida was actually hurt. Um, I I thought I really? missed, I thought I missed something, and I was like, oh no, is he? Are they doing this to like is Reed coming over because they're writing Kushida out of the storyline because he actually got hurt? Did I miss this? And then Reed, because then because Bronson was also like, when you're back to a hundred percent, you know, whatever. And I was like, wait, is he not? A, what? Why wouldn't he be a hundred percent? I don't know what's going on. And then it was just a weird turn of phrase to get Reed brought into the overall storyline for the north american belt i don't know yeah and i liked as uh reed left 
the newspaper comes flying down in the back, and who, there's the boy, Big Stoke, Malcolm right. Bivens. Yes. He's always out recruiting. Um, and he's, and uh, he checks on Kushida and uh, says, hey, man, you should impress people by wrestling tonight. So uh, we're going to have more on that later. But the next match, we have Isaiah Swerve Scott going up against Leon Ruff. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> this goes like five and a half minutes. Uh, Leon Ruff, flash crucifix for the pin. So I know that means you like it. Uh, yeah, it it hurts me that I have to give this match plus three stars. Uh this match was nothing to me. I, 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 I don't get Swerve, man. It don't work. My whole thing was like, why does why did Swerve have to lose this match, though? I, I don't know. Because, like, if you want to yeah. build him up, like, why none does of it makes any sense. I, I, I don't know. It's it's that weird like NXT men's mid card where uh, we don't know who's doing what. You know, like it's yeah. it's strange. Um, but after the match, Swerve beat up Rough and. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Hey, I, just, um, it, pick what you're doing. I don't. I just. I don't understand it. And I, I tune out, man. I. I just. I can't. It doesn't make any sense to me. And Swerve's a really talented guy, but uh, I don't. I don't think he's good at this heel thing. Uh, and I, I don't know. I, or at least the material they're giving him isn't good. I don't know. I don't like it. Yeah, it's certainly strange. Um, next match though, Aaliyah and Jesse Kamea. Oh God. Going up. <laughs> going up against Caden Carter and Casey Catanzaro the super spreader um, I, I'm glad you said it not me um, this goes two and a half minutes Casey Catanzaro and Caden get the win um, the match itself honestly who cares it was nothing uh, it was terrible um, it wasn't nothing yeah, it was, it was terrible uh, I was shocked you said it went two and a half minutes because there was about 30 botches in it. Um, Jesse Kamea missed like four things in one sequence. It was insane. Uh, in Just insanely bad. And just a match for them to get on to the, the Zylee stuff, which I will not complain about. Um, but yeah, this was a bad wrestling match. It was embarrassingly bad. Yeah. Um, on the stage after the match, Zylee is there with Big Boa. Mm-hmm. They go to the ring. Casey wants to fight her, or Caden wants to fight her. Casey says, I'll handle this. She tries to talk to Zia. Listen to me. Tries to talk to Zaya. Yeah. She's like, what's going on with you, dude? Like, what? What's happening? Listen here, brother. Like, it's just a, like, a lot of bad dialogue. Yeah. <laughs> it was weird. Um, Zaya grabs her arm and puts, like, the two black marks on her hand and says, next week, I must hurt you. Yeah. And then walks away. And then... <laughs> What I thought was kind of funny was Caden running up afterwards being like, whoa, what happened? I'm like, yo, you were just standing. Like, what do you mean what happened? Right. Like, were yeah. you not paying attention? Uh, I saw somebody what online. Are you, what are you doing? It, it might have been uh, Tom Green, not that Tom Green maybe, said that this should be a mask versus mask match where the loser has to wear a mask. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Good Lord. Um, <laughs> but, yeah. It, yeah. Hey, listen. Sup, Zaylee. That's all I gotta say. <laughs> hey, keeping it going. Uh, we go to the ring. Beth Phoenix is, uh, has the trophies for the Dusty Cup winners. MSK comes out. They're real excited and happy to be here. Mm-hmm. Um, and then out comes Dakota Kai and Raquel. They get the "You Deserve It" chance, which I thought was nice. Yeah. Um, and then here comes Shayna Baszler 
and Nia Jax mm-hmm. because they are the WWE Women's Tag Team Champions. Uh, they square off with Dakota and Raquel. They throw insults. Um, you know, Dakota, Dakota talks about this isn't the same NXT when you left. Uh, Shayna says, yeah, I remember when I broke your arm. Mm-hmm. Nia, you, you used to be a bully. And, and Raquel's like, oh, you've, you know, you've never seen anybody like me. And I beat Rhea Ripley's ass. And then says the thing about Dusty. Yeah. And um, I don't know. Like, it, to me, I was like, oh, so Dakota and Raquel are baby faces now? Right. This is the face turn. And it has to be because <laughs> like, it's, it's brand versus brand. You know, the, it sort of drops whenever they do this because they're, you know, it's it's. You know they're heels, but they're still defending the brand that they're on. Um, but listen, I, I'm fine with the Dakota and Raquel Gonzalez face turn if that's what they decide to do. Yeah. Um, so in two weeks they're going to have their match for the uh, yeah. women's tag team titles on NXT. Um, and then Raquel says that she's going to shove the trophy so far up Nia's hole that she'll never get it out. Right. Uh, hilarious. Still continuing. Uh, and I, you know, uh, this whole segment for me was stolen by MSK, uh, eating the popcorn in the corner with Beth. Oh yeah. Beth. Yeah. Uh, uh, and then when she, when Raquel said, you know, I'll shove it so far up your hole and they fell off the turnbuckle to the floor dead. Hilarious. I, yeah. I, I enjoyed that yeah. part a lot. Um, it'll be a good match. You know, I wish that some of the promo was delivered a little differently. Um, particularly the thing about dusty. Um, you know, yeah. I, I, not, I, you know, she said like with all the respect to dusty, um, but I, it just, I think it would have been better phrased a little, a little wordier, but something a little along the lines more of like, uh, um, you know, God bless dusty roads. Uh, but he only said, you're the toughest woman he's ever met because he never met me, uh, is a little bit way of saying sure. that other than, you know, so she just delivered it like, uh, you know, like something she said, like, you know. Uh, something about dusty uh, you know and then said he you know it was very plain and simple and could have been construed as uh not as respectful to dusty not that she needs to be respectful to dusty in any way um but i I like the longer the the, the little bit of a longer sentence i think makes it a little bit more of an impactful line in the promo but it'll be good match yeah so uh it should be um we see in the parking lot Roddy and Kyle arguing and screaming at each other. Mm-hmm. Can't hear anything that's being said, but Roddy runs off and um, Kyle just starts like yelling in anger. So we're having it out. You'll just be there. We're going through some things. Yeah. Uh, we get a replay of the wonderful Cameron Grimes music video yep. for Vengeance Day. Thank God for that. But at the end, mm-hmm. at the end, there's a little bit of a twist. They walk up on a white Lamborghini wrecked, and I got real scared for a minute. Uh huh. And so Cameron Grimes comes on screen and says, eh, I'll buy another one. <laughs> Cameron Grimes is okay, people. I yeah. thought something real bad happened. Oh. But, eh, I'll buy another one. Right. Perfect. <laughs> oh, God. It's that man. Um, they show that there was a photo shoot for Io Shirai celebrating her women's title win. Mm-hmm. And uh, we get the still photos of uh, Tony Storm booting her in the face. Yeah. And standing over her, so that's going to continue. Like I kind of figured that it would. Yeah, we called that. That's what you do. Uh, that's why she didn't eat the pan at the pay per view. Sure. Yep. Next match: Kushida, Tyler Rust. Mm-hmm. Uh, this one goes eleven minutes. Yeah. Kushida gets the win. Uh, he got the win because he put in the hoverboard lock on Rust, and uh, Bivens got up on the apron and called the match off. Yeah. 
Um, I thought it was a fun little like back and forth. It was uh, solid. I thought it was fine. It was weird. The finish made it weird. Um, you know, and like, the, I think the last time we saw Rust with Bivens, Bivens was like, you know, the he was like, I'm gonna pick your opponents because you're you're shooting too too far up up right now because he he picked that first one and lost, and then Bivens was like, no no, I'll pick your matches, but then he picks this one like knowing that Kushida's on a tear. A uh, little weird there, uh, but it was, you know, it, it was fine. It was a good match. Um, it's hard to judge it basing off the match Kushida came from uh, at the takeover. Yeah. But, yeah, it, I mean, it was fine. Uh, it's just a little weird to me, but not bad. I like it, though, like manager protecting his investment. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Sure. I, I, I like that. It's like an interesting angle they're going with. Instead but of but just manager like the, got him oh, in shucks, the, we'll get him next time. Yeah, but manager got him in that trouble to begin with. Uh, yeah, that, so. that sets up Tyler Rust be like, okay, we tried it your way. Yeah. Let's do it my way again. I so guess. we'll see. Um, they show a vignette hyping up Zoe Stark's debut, mm-hmm. which I guess she's had a match on 205 Live. I, I don't know who she is. I don't know yeah. from the indies. I'm sorry. Um, we get a message earlier today from LA Knight. Yeah, we do. Um, saying that uh, he's officially in NXT. And he won't let anyone own NXT over him, and it's my game. Uh, he's doing yeah. a, he's doing a bad rock impression, right? Yeah, I mean that's that's kind of what it, his game is, I guess. It's it's just the cadence and delivery, and even some like slang, like verbiage of a rock promo. Um, uh, yeah, uh, LA Knight is a terrible name. Uh, this is not; it's not going to work. Yeah, that's for sure. Um, Next match, Valentina Faraz going up against Zoe Stark. Mm -hmm. So Zoe Stark, uh, her name on the Indies is Lacey Ryan. Mm -hmm. Um, They probably did this intentional. It went two and a half minutes. Stark dominated. Stark looked so much bigger than her opponent. Yeah. Um, And that, like, kind of go-to-sleep style finish was kind of cool. Yeah. Um, She looks like she could be, like, just a a powerhouse, so... Mm -hmm. We'll see. I don't know. Um, can't yeah, really the, judge just based off of what we saw. Her knee, her knee strike was gross. So that's that's all that matters. Yeah. Yeah. Um, after this, we get a uh, a vignette with uh, Scarlett Bordeaux and Karrion Cross. Mm-hmm. Bordeaux says to Santos that uh, you know, you like to play games, but playing with time is dangerous. And says that you don't have the power. Carrying crosses, you have two options. Option A, you show up next week and I drive my forearm through the back of your head on national television. Or option B, you don't show up, you lose your title, and I'm still going to get you in the end. Yeah. So, big menacing heel, brother. Yeah. Um, main event time already. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Danny Birch, Oni Lorcan, and Pete Dunn going up against Finn Balor. Kyle O'Reilly and Roddy Strong. Yeah. So this match goes 12 minutes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Birch, Lorcan, and Strong get the win from the help from Adam Cole. Uh, Adam Cole shows up and shoves um, Bauer off the top rope. Yeah. He then murders O'Reilly, the pump kick, and then a brain buster on the stairs. More on that later. Mm-hmm. Um, the match itself I thought was good. Um, the commercial break killed it for me. Yeah, just another one of those matches where ugh, 
If there's no commercial break, I would have enjoyed it much more. Um, they did the dynamic in the beginning where O'Reilly wouldn't tag in strong. Mm-hmm. Um, and they finally kind of got it going together. But, uh, yeah, we uh, we have more drama because now Pete Dunn can say that he has a pin over Fowler. Right. I don't know where if they go anywhere with it. But still, he's got that pin now. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, after the match, Ballard picks up the title. And uh, he gets laid out by Adam Cole with a super kick. Yeah. And uh, Cole picks up the belt, raises it up, and says, this is mine. And uh, we fade off the show. So before we get into the happenings that, you know, mm-hmm. Twitter blew up last night, sure. what were your thoughts about this whole match slash angle? Uh, my, my biggest thing about this match is that I wish uh, ref bumps were real. <laughs> um, but... Uh, yeah, I thought it was good. Uh, commercial break was killing it. Uh, I'm not completely sold on uh, the Lorcan and Birch. Like they just don't do anything for me. Um, they're gonna lose those titles to MSK, and it can't come fast enough, honestly. Um, but uh, yeah, you know, I, I, it's pretty much what I thought it was gonna be. I still don't know so much. Do we get a do we get a surefire which side Roddy's gonna fall on in this man in this angle? Or are they gonna, no, te- they're gonna because, tease him back and forth for now? Well we didn't because if before like at the end of the match he was going to like grab Bauer to give him like his yeah. belt and Bauer hit him with the uh, right. the Pele kick. Yeah. Um, and then, like, after the match, like, Wade Barrett was screaming, like, or Vic Joseph, I don't know who it was, was screaming, like, Roddy, like, there is mm. no way you can believe, like, there's, right. like, this is premeditated. There's no explanation for this now. Like, Adam Cole turned on your brother, you know? Right. To kind of sell the point, like, Roddy, like, okay, are you going to be an idiot or are you in on it, too? So, um, yeah. So but I, yeah, so, uh, Oh, I think they'll tease the Roddy thing on who he's who, which side he's gonna fall, who he's gonna trust, um, and then I think maybe he gets cut to the wind. I don't think he aligns himself with O'Reilly um, unless, like, I don't think they're gonna like, form a tag team or anything. I think I think if he aligns himself with O'Reilly, he'll just be like, we're friends now, and he'll walk away too. Because O'Reilly needs to be on his own as a singles worker. Um, that's just yeah. what he's done. Uh, so I think maybe maybe Cole works better with. Roddy and Fish surrounding him still, but we'll yeah, see. Yeah, um, I don't know, man, but it is uh, honestly, dude, I'm like, I'm very intrigued by it. Okay, I like it. Yeah, I um, I'm way into it. So yeah, I, I like where they're going. I like the teases with O'Reilly and Roddy last night. I thought that was like a mm-hmm. they didn't really do too much about the call, but those two teasing the tension now. So yeah, we'll see. Um, but af- so after the match, um. Mm-hmm. You know, after we go off the air, reports start showing up. You actually texted me about it. I didn't even yeah. see it. Um, that uh, a fan took some pictures uh, yeah. of O'Reilly getting let out on a stretcher. Mm-hmm. Um, one of them, like Triple H, came out. Bauer was kind of sitting on the ring. Um, and the fan in their tweet said that Kyle O'Reilly had a seizure. Yeah. Which immediately... Is very troublesome because I even said to you in our text line, I said, well, he's type 1 diabetic. Like, right. I, I don't know if he went into shock because mm-hmm. that's a very scary thing that could happen with type 1 diabetics. Um, a lot of confusion going on. Um, there was, like, some people from NXT, like, tweeting out, like, stuff about Kyle. Right. Um, some people tweeting out some things they shouldn't have, Swerve. Yep. Um, but then... 
you know, you had like your guys like uh, Sean Ross Sapp, which I, I think he's pretty reputable, mm. um, saying like, hey, trying to get in touch with, you know, things going on with Kyle. Like, he's like, I don't want to see the pictures. Like, don't share them, whatever. Yeah. Um, and it was like maybe two hours after the show. Um, I think like he came out and uh, Lion Ratten came out as well mm-hmm. and said like, no, like this is this isn't nothing happened. Kyle's mm-hmm. fine. You know, like, um, yeah. even Sh- Sean Rossap said, like, Kyle's fine. Nothing happened. He's just really good at his job. Yeah. Um, and there was some weird, in my opinion, like weird backlash about this. Okay. Um, because like, I don't know. I, I think it was a fan said something happened. Mm-hmm. A lot of these news sites slash reporters, Tried to report it to get the first scoop on it. Yeah. Um, and then nothing happened and he was fine. But like some reports I read said that even some of like the NXT people didn't mm-hmm. know what was going on. Okay. Um, and they like, cause they don't know the create, like, they, I guess they don't know like all the creative or whatever. Yeah. Um, but they said like once WWE saw, like, I guess there was some panic, like people wondering on Twitter. That's when they were like, okay, like we have to like, have these guys say like no he's fine yeah um like kyle o'reilly even tweeted today like not saying about a seizure or anything but he's just like i'm fine you know he's like i'm just bad storyline you know all that yeah um so it was like weird because people i mean i think the biggest thing is like yo you should be happy like it's just the work like right. kyle's fine and i don't think i don't think like wwe intended it to be that way um like they even had cameras like like it was a stretcher job you've seen yeah. stretcher jobs how many times right you know what i mean yeah um oh, so I don't know, some people were like oh they were they were cheap. that was cheap heat mm-hmm. i don't really think it was but i don't know so the i didn't know it came from a fan my my exposure to it now so i'm watching nxt second so i'm done with nxt like an hour and a half after it is officially over right uh but like so I, i'm on twitter and i look and i see dakota kai uh, I see, I think maybe Raquel, I see a couple people tweeting like, oh my, like, you know, oh my God, Kyle, I hope everything's okay. Like, you know, things that seemed sincere. And I was like, well, what happened? I'm like, I know he got hurt, but like, these don't seem like in angle, like to have the members of the roster who aren't involved tweet about it. I was like, oh, what's going on? And then I looked and saw the thing that said he had a seizure and I was like, oh, okay. Well, you know, I knew he was a diabetic It, you know, the, those dots connect pretty easily. Um, and then combined with my first seeing of it from NXT people, I was like, oh shit. Um, and then you told me it was a work and, uh, sort of all that. And I, I don't think, I don't think he worked a seizure. I think he just, I think the fan got overzealous and, uh, a little too excited. Um, and he was working an injury angle because that's where they're at with this storyline to make Cole a bigger bad guy. Um, and I don't think it's cheap heat. It's just an injury angle with a stretcher job. Uh, it, Seems like cheap heat because people listen to a fan, I guess. Uh, and maybe some of the people weren't in on it, um, you know, because, uh, I mean, Swerve tweeted something that he probably shouldn't have and then deleted it immediately. So that also seems makes it seem like it's not a work, right? Like, <laughs> if it was a work, then let him continue his angle as well. Um, but, you know, it, it really weird, real odd. Uh, I wish WWE got ahead of it a little quicker, but whatever. No big deal. Yeah, I, it was just like... I don't know. I saw like weird backlash against them. Like, oh, how, how dare they think that he had a seizure? And I'm like, they didn't though. Right. <laughs> you just you saw a fan's tweet. 
you right. believed it mm-hmm. and like it's not on them they didn't do anything right um but like they said oh kyle rose is really good at his job um so uh yeah that was the end of nxt so i'm gonna ask you the question sir are yep. you ready i am uh, all right match from each show match overall and show overall all right aw pal are you ready for this one are you sitting down uh, actually yes i am okay AEW match of the show for me, Serena Deeb versus Riho. Uh, I think it was a legitimate great match, not just a great women's match for AEW. Um, I, I like it was on early. I think they both killed it. I think the psychology was was real sharp. Uh, so that's my AEW match. Uh, NXT uh, until this very moment, I do not have one written down because. Uh, NXT was pretty midland for me. The opener wasn't so good. Uh, then we got the swerve match, which I don't understand. Then we got the super spreader, which didn't really go anywhere. Uh, then we got uh, Kushida Rust, which was fine, but the weird didn't didn't push me over the edge. Zoe Stark was a squash, and we're at the main event. Uh, so I'm gonna have to go with the main event as the best match at NXT, um, just because. I mean, it's definitely the best match, but there there wasn't a ton of competition on NXT's end this time. Uh, making my match of the night, Serena Deep versus Riho, and my show of the night, the maybe controversial AEW pick an a pick of AEW here might be a little controversial to people. Um, I don't think NXT was a bad show, but NXT coming off of a takeover, these shows are always like this where they have to do more setup than they do anything else. So there's a lot more sort of reset kicking things off on this show uh then sort of a mid card where you're getting a bunch of action to build to a pay-per-view that those are more exciting um so i get why nxt did it i thought it was a good show for those purposes but i think AEW just overall was better had better matches okay how about you pal what do you think i could tell by the sound of your voice that you disagree with me we're gonna uh we're gonna have beef we'll see um beef oh boy I'm sure we will. Um, AEW, I'm going to go Deeb and Riho. Okay. That match stood out over everything. I really like the main event, but yep. yeah, it was just, it was, it was better than everything on the card for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, NXT, um, I'm probably going to go main event as well. Okay. There wasn't really much like wrestling match wise that, that really kind of stood out. I don't right. think there was anything blow away. Um, like nothing but you go watch it now. No, um, match overall, I'm definitely going debrief. Okay. Um, and here's where I'm at with the show overall. I'm kind of like, uh, I don't know. I'm in the middle. I actually enjoyed both shows last night a lot. Okay. Um, I thought AEW had some stupid stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought that whole gender reveal was dumb. I thought the whole Jade Cargill Shaq thing was really dumb. Um, NXT, they didn't have anything where I was like, uh, this is like pretty bad. Yeah. Um, I, I liked the stuff going on with Undisputed Era. I'm very intrigued by that. Um, even the Dusty Classic, like the stuff with the winners, mm-hmm. I thought that was pretty good. Um, ah, uh, man, I don't know. I'm going to, uh, ah, oh, man, if it, honestly, if I could do a push, it'd be a push this week. Wow. Um, but, uh, I'm going to go AEW okay. because they had more, 
they had better matches, right. I think. Mm-hmm. Between Riho Deep and the main event, I would say, yeah, like those were both a lot of fun. Were wrestling matches on NXT, there's nothing really I could suggest to watch. Right. Um, but like and stuff on AEW that was bad, like it was it was short. You right. Know? Exactly. Um and I and like I don't think anything on NXT was really bad last night. So, no, I, I don't think um, anything was bad on NXT, just by the nature of where they are in their show. Like in in their storylines, it makes for a less impactful show, and nothing nothing rose rose above the the baseline level like Deeb and Riho did, and maybe even arguably the main event of AEW did. Um, NXT had yeah. good stuff, but you know baseline stuff. But then like the Kamea stuff was pretty awful, and you know we got a whole match just to show redacted and tied up in his underwear, which is weird. Um, yeah. But, but yeah, it, I I enjoyed both shows, uh, but I think AEW was was better. So yeah, yeah, I'm gonna go AEW too. But again, like I I did, I actually thought both shows were very yeah. good last night. I like yeah. I like them both. Good. Uh, well, pal, that uh, overall season two totals, even though so the AEW on TV has started listing just 2021 wins. Uh, which makes me get mad because they never announced season three, but I'm not doing anything with that. They can go to hell. Uh, so we're still counting this as season two. <laughs> season two totals, we're at, uh, I have 32 wins for AEW and 26 for NXT, and you're split down the middle at 29 and 29. Uh, and overall, uh-huh. I am at, I am split down the middle at 35 and 35, and you are at 33 for AEW and 37 for NXT. Hmm. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. And that's what we thought, pal. But here's what the people, the important, the, the, the important thing is what the people, people thought about this. Uh, and interesting ratings. AEW wins with a 747,000. Uh, uh, I really, you know what? In, earlier I was like, I'm going to make a one man gang reference there. And I, I missed it and I messed it up. And now I will apologize. <laughs> uh, and I will feel terrible. Save, save it. Save it for next week. Well, they only if they hit 747. It's very important that they hit a 747 so I can go 747, right. and that's the one-man gang thing. But now I can't. I messed it up, but I did it anyway. Uh, you, you poor thing, you. Up about 6,000 from last week. Uh, NXT pulled a 713,000, uh, which is very close. The closest these shows have been in a while. Uh, NXT up, like, you know, a lot. Uh like 150,000 from last week. And I think that's what happens when you have a good takeover. Uh, I think even the people who don't religiously watch the, the regular show will watch takeover because they're a good length and the matches are usually really good. Um, but, uh, but yeah, they're pretty close. And you know, that's a, that's 747 is the pretty much like the baseline for, for AEW. You know, that's where they seem to settle back down. At uh, and this is pretty high for for NXT. This is NXT's highest rating since the beginning of December. So, yeah. So that's you know, and then prior to that, it's you know October. So they're they they're not hitting these high numbers that often. So hopefully they can settle settle out around here too. You know what I mean? I I hope so. Yeah, because that that takeover was real good. And they, oh, I and, loved it. And they are starting some good things on the. Uh, the the new programs they got working so yeah i i'm i'm about it man but uh, i think uh, i think that's all we got this week that's it i gotta hit plugs is that what you're trying to tell me hit them 
Hit them. All right. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at Wednesday War Pod. Uh, same thing on Facebook and Wednesday Night War Podcast on Instagram. Uh, but I rarely do anything on Instagram and Facebook just gets the shows. Twitter's the place to be if you want to interact with us. Uh, you can also email the show at Wednesday Night War Pod at gmail.com. Uh, we are a member of the soon to be named network at STBN Network on Twitter, soon to be named network.com, soon to be named network.tumblr.com. Uh, there you will see a plethora of other podcasts, our podcasting brethren of uh, all different things. You want comic books, you want more wrestling, you want puzzles, you want arguments that may or may not be profane, you want even more wrestling, and you want talks that come directly from a porch. Uh, go to uh, soon to be named network.com. Uh, you can also find us on PW Ponderings, pwponderings.com at pwponderings. Uh, we will put the show up on our page uh, right after, pretty much after we're done recording and editing at uh, Wednesday Night War Podcast.com. Uh, and then it'll go up on PW Ponderings a uh, day or two later. Uh, you can check them out. They also have some other shows there, like IW, IWTB Guide. Uh, so you can check us out there. Outside of the Tsunami Name Network, uh, we have the A Show, friend Matt and Chris. Uh, I did an episode a few episodes ago now, bi-weekly show where they draft a year and a promotion of professional wrestling. That's at the A Show on CKCC. That Those letters at the end confuse me endlessly. When I look at them, I'm like, wait, what letters are what? I don't understand the difference between K's and C's. Um, the pod that dreaded sundown, our friends Chuck and Bill do a horror movie podcast at Pod Sundown. And Cinema Vertigogo, our friends Ron and Sam uh, host the podcast there at Cinema Vertigogo on Twitter. If you want to reach out to us personally, if you want to hit us on the personal level, I'm at the Dooge, T-H-E-D-O-O-G-E. Uh, I, I don't know. I just got an iPad and I've been drawing on it, so you probably see some of those coming up. Uh, maybe. I don't know if I've shared any of the Twitter yet. I don't remember. Uh, but that's that's about it. That's all I'm really talking about on there. I got my uh, I got Dusty Rose figure in. Uh, I don't know. Other than that, uh, probably monumentally uninteresting. But give me a follow anyway. Onita, do- well, Onita well, follows the regular show, not me personally. I don't know what I would yeah, do then. That's right. You're damn right. I'd cry. But how about you, pal? Um, if you want to follow me on Twitter at Brett X Edge five seven zero. Um, I don't know. Let's see. Today I was talking about how I miss going to blacklisted shows and kind of shows in general. Um. Also, shared that new Mortal Kombat trailer. What would you think of that, bud? Uh, that looked cool. The, the dialogue was real cheesy. I mean, like I tweeted, I said, I'll probably love this even if it sucks. Yeah. Um, it looks real cool, but the dialogue of like, that's his birthmark. What do you mean? It means he was born with it. Is uh, <laughs> maybe something you don't put in a trailer. But it looks it looks all right. I, I guess, I'm assuming the main character is like uh, the guy where they're throwing into the Mortal Kombat to be our sort of connection yeah. as opposed yeah. to having Liu Kang from the originals. Um, but everybody seems to be there. Uh, they're uh, trying to trick me into thinking Kano's a good guy at the beginning of this movie, and that's not going to work out for anybody that's who thinks That's not going to so. happen at all. Absolutely but, not. Uh, but I liked it. It looks pretty cool. I'm excited for it. I'll watch yeah. it on HBO. Yeah. Um, I don't know. The other night after Impact, they did this thing called Impact in 60, uh-huh. and it was just all uh, New Japan like interaction. Okay. And the first match they had on from 2004 was Samoa Joe versus Liger, oh. and I was like salivating because I forgot that that happened. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. If you want to talk to me about that, you can. Talk to me about uh, how I stubbed my toe, na- my toe and I ripped a toenail off the other day. Nice. <laughs> that hurt. I'm sure it did. 
Oh, it was not good, man. Uh, um, but yeah, I'm at Bread X Edge five seven zero. Um, we there's some happenings this weekend on Saturday. Okay. Um, one Mr. John Moxley is going to be competing in AEW or not AEW? Excuse me, GCW's uh, Bloodsport part. I guess they're branding it part five. Yeah, part four um, was last. Him versus him versus Harry Smith, aka the Bulldogs Kid. Mm-hmm. So maybe I'll watch. I haven't decided yet. Um, But if you don't want to watch that, uh, there's also another option for you. On independentwrestling.tv, Jerry's Internet Wrestling Emporium, on Saturday night, 7.30 p.m. Eastern Time, H2O Wrestling presents Heir to the Throne. It is a one-time, only, one-night hybrid-slash-hardcore tournament. So I'm sure there's going to be a bunch of chicanery going on there. Okay. Uh, There is one match billed as a choose-your-path staple gun match. Oh, so uh, interesting. Mm-hmm. And then on Sunday, uh, first wrestling it's called, and it's actually going to be their first time streaming okay. on uh, IWTV. They are going to have uh, their first show. Looks like uh, the Carver of Cutter's Alley versus Devin Monroe. I don't know what that means, but sure. it looks interesting. Okay. And uh, then uh, Sunday night, violence and suffering. Uh, they are premiering Stay High. I haven't watched any Violence or Suffering yet, but I've heard good things. And that's then the, that's the name of the wrestling company, Violence and Suffering? Yeah. Oh, sounds like a God. blast. V- VXS, baby. Okay. Uh, and then also Sunday, there's going to be another first wrestling show. I don't know if it's live or not, um, but it is uh, main matches for the independent wrestling title, War Horse against JDX. Okay. So if you want to watch any of that stuff for free, you can use the promo code Mortis, and you can get five whole ass days for free yep. on that website for your independent wrestling needs. Right, and then you can just cancel afterwards because we don't get a kickback, oh, and Jerry Jesus. doesn't listen to this podcast. Jerry doesn't listen to any podcast. Uh, I pro- think it's true. Probably not. That's Jerry, our yeah. hard boy. Yes. Um, but uh, that's all I got here, pal. That's it. All right. I think we I think we're done. Then let's get out of here. This is this is a, a long one. We had a lot to cover. I uh, really appreciate everyone listening, uh, and uh, hanging in with us. And uh, if it ever stops snowing, we'll be in person next week, maybe. If it ever stops snowing, if it ever ugh. stops snowing, uh, I hate the snow. I think that most of the country is feeling that right now, uh, as opposed yeah. to just us us here in the Northeast feeling it uh, every year for three months. <laughs> four That's months true. but uh well well uh everybody out there stay safe i don't know we're this pandemic shit's still going so keep staying safe keep washing your hands keep masking up and uh keep enjoying pro wrestling let's go Ooh. You're listening to the soon-to-be-named network, the Lamborghini of Podcast Networks. Night off, nerds!